So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Yes, yes. This is Rashawn McDonald, and welcome officially to Money Making Conversation. I am your host. It's time for my first guest of the. He's on the line, old friend. I'm gonna call him old friend because we have a, done some motivation together with some young people, and he's been at the forefront of motiva- motivating young people. And I think that's really key because catching a seed early, you know, you see a plant grow. That's when you really nurture it. You get the right amount of water. You get the right amount of sunshine. That's what he does. My next guest is one of the top educators. He is a top motivational speaker and now a daytime TV host. New show called Breakthrough with Dr. Perry, a new daytime syndication talk show from CBS Television Distribution starring my man, Dr. Steve Perry, a respected educator and advocate best known for creating educational opportunities for children. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Dr. Steve Perry. My main man, Sean McDonald. How you been, blood? How you been? It's, it's wild to talk to you when we ain't both sweating and burning up right now. Like, living comfortably. Oh, my man. First of all, uh, I saw the promo. I, I didn't even know about the show, okay? And so I'm watching I'm watching television. I just see, that's Dr. Steve. Is that my man Tisha? I just went, Steve. I didn't do the doctor. That's Steve. Yeah. That's, and, you know, yeah. And, we, and when you see people and you're by yourself in your house, you want to go, is that? I'm by myself. Who am I going to confirm this with? Right, right, right. Congratulations, right. man, because I know how long we've talked about uh, people of uh, different networks have, have have sat down with you, said you had the talent, said you had the ability, said they wanted to put you in a position to do what you're doing now. Tell us about their journey. Then we're going to go back to our history together to let everybody know this is not an individual who just got a shot. You've nurtured this through your your craft, through your education, through your hard work. But tell us how did this show, talk show, come about? Well, CBS reached out. Um, they asked me if uh, if I wanted to do a TV show, and I didn't. I thought they said CBS. I thought it was the drugstore. I said, <laughs> for, for, "No, I said no, CBS." Oh, wow! Yeah, that sounds cool. And it began as a really as a as an idea of a trio of a of a 
show in which there was a bunch of people on the show doing a format similar to what you've seen, but there were men and women, me and two other, uh, me and two women. Mm -hmm. And uh, went out there and they decided that they just wanted to do the show just me. Mm -hmm. And so Fox said they want to give it a shot. Fox put us up there for 10 days and now we're in the waiting phase of the game to find out if Fox wants to move forward Mm -hmm. or if they want to keep doing what they've been doing Mm -hmm. and talk about gossip all day. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, so getting sitting down with the EP. Did you have that? Were you involved in the selection process of the EP, the storylines? Talk to us about no, the none, production. None, so, I wasn't involved with the selection of the stories, but I was involved with the framing of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They gave me quite a bit of latitude in terms of discussing what I wanted to discuss and approaching the, the problems from the perspective that I have. So they were very, very uh, open to that, which was cool. Um, and it, what was funny was after the first day of shooting, um, midway through it, I should say, they just cut the teleprompter off. They said, he ain't reading it anyway. We just, <laughs> we just wasted our time. The man is not reading anything that we've written up here. So with the, the person who's tele- doing teleprompter can go home now. Right, so, yeah, right. it was cool. It was cool. Well, because that's great because you're doing it from your point of view, and so yeah. I always tell people that a lot of people who, in television who are really got a lot of great resumes to produce talent, you have to let the talent win. That's how you get long term success. If you're not, I'm proud you did that because of the fact that you have to rely on your natural instincts. That way, Steve, if you lose, you know why you 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 did it your way. You did it from your point. Well, and of that's view. and that's what it is. You know, win, lose, or draw. It's like, you know, you, you, you meet a girl and she decides she wants to go in a different direction and you see it with this dude and he's a clown and you think, yep, even if she didn't choose me, what she chose is so vastly different than me that I don't even aspire to be that I'm comfortable with her going with him and not me. Same thing is true with this TV stuff. If they go with us, dope. If they don't, dope. I have a job. It's a good job. I get to work with children every single day. I'm in our, in our school in Harlem right now. Right. And, you know, discussing things that matter, like where what building we're going to be in when we <laughs> open our school in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And taking a look at, uh, before I came in the office, I was next door because we have a sub in there, and apparently sub still means the same thing it always means, which is lose your damn mind when you're in class. So I have to go <laughs> tighten up some folks next door. So if, if I have to pause the conversation, because I really do have a job where I really do still work with kids, as you know, Absolutely. as you well know. Absolutely. Just a little hist- short history on us, Dr. Steve Perry and I. Um, you know, uh, goes back to Steve Harvey and our relationship when I was uh, managing Steve and running the uh, – uh, all the charitable arms of uh, Steve, as well as the morning show. Whenever we had an education issue, the number one, one person I put on the phone was Dr. Steve Perry. You know. You now, see. I always appreciate that, brother. And it's, and it's, you know, you've always been cool to me, and you've always been the same to me. And I think what is most important in life, I uh, recently had some very, very close to me, an uncle of mine passed away, right. and what um, what I've learned, what, what his passing has confirmed is that what we're really doing, Rashawn, mm-hmm. is we are populating our funeral, mm-hmm. meaning the way you live is the way you're going to go out. Right. And people will remember you as you were. Mm-hmm. You can't, 
you can only write so much of the narrative until at one point the truth makes its way out. And as far as you and I go, you've been cool with me and, and have always talked about you in particular specifically talked about me needing to be on daytime TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the key to what I was just saying is that a lot of people put, uh, like I said, I want, I want, I want kind of, if you start totally be, I don't want to, and they, and they, or they exceed the, I will, then guess what? You'll lose. Cause the, I will have to be the, I will do this. I will get up early. I will sacrifice for my family. I will sacrifice for the, for the, my social life. I will sacrifice. And sometimes in the relationship, if they, but you need to explain to them, what, what the sacrifices are being made. I will sacrifice for not living a lifestyle that, that I could live if I do that. And that's really the key. When I, you know, the, 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 the most positive thing that I've seen is that you've, you've managed to live a balanced life. Because I've met his family. Amazing wife, amazing boys. And, and that's what I'm headed now in my life. You know, when I stopped managing Steve, that was one of the goals I wanted in my life, Steve, was balance. Because I was just on that wheel, just running, 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 running. Just just closing deals, closing deals, but never relaxing, never understanding the value that I could stop. But you've always maintained that. Tell us the key. How have you been able to maintain a balanced life in your path of success? So to be honest with you, I don't know that there's such a thing as balance. Mm-hmm. There's alignment. And, and you'll understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. When you're rocking with, in your case, a, a beautiful wife and children who need you to not be part of your dream, Mm-hmm. You will never achieve alignment. Your wife had to understand mm-hmm. that my job is to be on the road. That's mm-hmm. my job. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, it's my calling. Mm-hmm. So if you need me home, there's no way to balance that. I can't be home and be out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I, what I seek to do is to be honest with myself and those around me. I, it's so funny you say this, brother. So I was just saying to my sons this morning, <laughs> as you know, they, they go to, uh, it's really so trippy. Um, we were riding into school today, and um, I said to them, nobody has given more for these schools than you have. Mm-hmm. Nobody. They've been nice that you wanted me home to tell me something, to share a story that you have from school, or to show me a picture of something that you drew, or, or just to sit and watch television with me. And I was not home. And I can't promise I'm going to be home for a little while. But you two have given so much mm-hmm. that my hope is that you see it as your legacy. Not that you come and take over the schools, which would be dope, right? Well, Father doesn't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But more important that you build upon it and whatever you do in life, that people see that you got a leg up. Because you were part of something that you paid for even before you knew you were paying. So for me, Brother Sean, what I think is important is to be honest with those people in our lives right. about what it is that our calling is. And in that, help them, help them to understand what it is we're doing. Also, I have to be real, uh, Brother, that I've been working with for a long time, as you know, Brother Yusuf. He has said to me, <laughs> it's so funny, we're having this conversation. So... <laughs> One of the reasons why I did the, so the, you know, you talk about the Disney Dreamers Academy. The reason I did it initially, Rashawn, is because Yusuf said, bruh, you out here running across the country. Your kids, all they see is that you're gone. 
they don't know because this is before the TV stuff. You mm-hmm. know, when you mm-hmm. when you are doing small gigs, mm-hmm. people at home just know you're gone. Right. And in their mind, it's glamorous, right? Right. In their mind, mm-hmm. in their mind, you know, you had in my case, I you might you would be at a small uh, club or bar. I'd be at a small college with fifteen students. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Fifteen students in in Iowa. In their minds, it's it's. I, dad is going off and he's flying and mm-hmm. he's doing and he's being treated. No, I am flying the worst class, not first class. I am landing wherever <laughs> and I am driving in whatever to get and talk to whoever. But they don't know that. Right. And so he said to me, Yusuf said, you need to allow your children to be part of some of this. And your wife, too. Because it wasn't always that way, brother. In, in the beginning... Mm-hmm. As my cousin used to say, in the first beginning, mm-hmm. in the beginning, I was off doing the travel and all that stuff, and I didn't tell my wife anything. I, I didn't talk to her about it. Right. And and um, and much in spite, if I'm being really real, right. because I thought if she wanted to know, she'd be asking. And since she wasn't asking, I didn't have anything to say. Hey, Doc, this is Rashawn. We got to go. Now I know we're back in touch. You can see my platform. Can you come back on my show next month? Anytime you need to. Okay, thank you, Dr. Steve Perry, Money Making Conversation. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month consumers have rated best egg 4.8 out of five stars on consumer affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score upon approval funds can be deposited in as little as one business day you hear me get your bills under control bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com visit bestegg.com slash plan bestegg.com slash plan Again, bestdeck.com slash plan and change your life. My next guest is that person who I met who's changing lives uh, on a daily basis based in Houston, Texas. He was born in Louisiana. I have to say that because guess what? My parents were born in Louisiana, so he's cut from good stock. Then he moved to Texas. I was born in Texas and it's uh. And there's a proud graduate of Prairie View A&M, which is right down the street from Houston, Texas. Now, this is where it goes a little different. He's a proud member, lifetime member of Kappa Alpha Psi. I'm an Omega Sci-Fi member. See, that's the only thing in this intro that goes a little bit different. But everything else is great. Honorably discharged Vietnam War veteran where he served in the medical unit. He's a retired executive from Merck where he led a national team in medical design and installed Merck's military medical branches. After retiring, he found it, which is very special, the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum based in Houston, Texas. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Captain Paul Matthews. How are you doing? Yes, sir. How are you doing? Outstanding. Now, are you in Houston right now? Yes, actually, uh, at my home in Sugarland, Texas, which just outside of Houston. Cool. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, uh, you, you know, your life has a body of uh, of uh, work tied to it. As a as a person who is a college college lifestyle, professional lifestyle, military. Uh, when you when you encompass all that together, Captain, 
what what stands out the most when you when you when people ask you to speak? What what do you tell people when you when you're motivating them and when you're giving them nuggets of information about being successful? What do you talk about? Well, I talk about you know having specific goals, uh, direction, and and leaving a place like Prairie View, being a uh, second lieutenant in the United States Army, and going on to a successful uh, career in the pharmaceutical industry, and then. Uh, being able to collect artifacts, documents, memorabilia from 30 years of, uh, of traveling around the country and starting a museum. You know, those are the kinds of things that I thought, you know, make it all worthwhile so that, you know, we as African Americans have uh, uh, controlled uh, the history narrative. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key, the, the key to uh, the future is being able to, to, Demonstrate, you know, your history. Right. So when you talk about the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum, of course, you know, many years ago, Bob Marley did an amazingly popular song called Buffalo Soldiers. <laughs> right. And, uh, you yeah. know, yes, sir? Yeah, the, the museum actually opened uh, January the 5th of 2001. Mm-hmm. And we focus on and feature the Buffalo Soldiers. But in actuality, we give a perspective on the African-American military experience mm-hmm. from 1770 to 2000. Mm-hmm. Or from the Revolutionary War to the Persian Gulf War. If you talk about personalities from Christmas Addicts to Colin Powell. And our mission, our mission is to preserve, promote, and perpetuate the honor and legacy of the brave men and women who fought, fled, and died in defense of America. Okay, cool. Now, it is the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum. Who are yes. the Buffalo Soldiers? Yeah, the, the Buffalo Soldiers were the peacekeepers in the American West. Uh, they built camps, forts, railroads, delivered the mail, strung telegraph wires, charted the land, chased down outlaws, commanderos, of uh, Mexican revolutionaries. As a matter of fact, uh, without the Buffalo Soldiers, uh, the Westwood Movement would have been delayed, you know, 50 years. And just to put it in context, uh, at the end of the Civil War, the Army reorganized and established four segregated units that were African Americans. Right. The 9th and 10th Cavalry and the 24th and 25th Infantry. And those four segregated units went on to become what we commonly call now the Buffalo Soldiers. Okay, why? Why Buffalo Soldiers? Why did that name become part of the, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the mystery now. I got I to gotta drill down on that now. You know, yeah, that's a good, that is actually the number one question that we get, is that how did the Buffalo Soldiers get their name? And it came from the Cheyenne Warriors. Uh, they saw two things in the soldiers that they saw in the Buffalo. It was their naturally curly hair, and that ferocious fighting spirit. Mm. And they put those two things together, and they came up with wild buffalo. And the term wild buffalo eventually became buffalo soldiers. Wow. So you said, like, I think early in your conversation, you said over 30 years you've been collecting. What have you been collecting? Uh, We have all types of unique artifacts, documents, memorabilia. Some of the the, the one-of-a-kind items you see at the... Museum is that a letter from a Korean War veteran 
an African-American who was the 24th Infantry Regiment, and he was in Korea. And he wrote a letter back to his mom who lived in Brownwood, Texas. And he opened up by saying, things are quiet here. I hope things are quiet at home. And then he said, we heard today that our unit was going to be integrated. Now, that's a very powerful letter because this is 1951. Mm-hmm. And here you have a black man in Korea fighting for the liberation of Koreans in a segregated army. So that's a very powerful historical perspective to look at. And also how he reacted and how it was like, uh, I guess, uh, uh, you know, I have to say it's a big deal. Because nobody yeah, wants... No- because when you're separate, that, that, that applies that there is something wrong. There is something that, you know, there's something different about you that can't be, can't, can't be, as they say, associated or assimilated with everybody else. And that's what people don't, that's what people don't understand about uh, racism, about uh, discrimination, about segregation is that, is that whenever you, you're not just black or integrate, whether it's cash structure based on finances or whatever, you know, when you tell, when you don't let everybody, participate or have the same opportunity to win, then that, there's a there's a designation that there's something wrong with you that you should not have that opportunity. In the military, when you're out there fighting, laying your life on the line for the same cause, that even that should be even more mind boggling, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. And and you know that's that's a very good point. Even though they had the same types of equipment and arms and all of that. You know, the army is basically a microcosm of America. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I, I should say that the military was on the vanguard of the modern-day civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's important to note. You know, as a matter of fact, when you, when you go back, uh, back to you know, Frederick Douglass, right. and he made a very important point at the start of the Civil War. He said, give the colored man a uniform, a buckle with the U.S. on it, a button with an E on it, and a musket, and you'll make him a citizen, but you also make him a man. Because what he was trying to do was make sure the Civil War was being fought for freedom and not just to save the Union. And the only way you can do that is put the black man in the blue uniform. And that same message carried over to World War One when Du Bois said in the famous Crisis Magazine article at the start of World War One. He said, put aside your differences, right. go overseas, come back, be first-class citizens. And in World War II, the same message came along. This was called the double D for victory, victory against the Axis in Europe and victory against racism at home. You know, so those were, you know, at the end of World War II, the, the soldiers that came back, you know, were the individuals that supplied the funds, you know, that helped to move forward the the modern civil rights movement. Well, you know something? I'm well, about to add enough. That's I'm called good math. math. That's called good math. That's called good math. You know, one thing about it is that, you know, I get to go there. I got that. 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 I got
Well, that's uh, right. The, the amazing thing uh, the, about the amazing uh, thing about uh, you know you. I've been you know, to I've been to I've been to a lot of I've been to a lot of New York museums in New York. I've been as a kid in high school. They take you to museums. They take you to museums. And so. Are you, so, on that, on your, are you on that? Are you on that? Like, are you on that? Like high school tour list? Tour list? Tour list? How do people find do out people about? Find out about the, your museum? The, your museum? Yeah, we have. Yeah, connected we with, have uh, connected uh, with Convention of Visitors Bureau. Visitors Bureau. We have. We have the multi. The media. The media. Access word of mouth, word of mouth. So all of the, so the avenues that they have in the advertising world, we're part of that. We belong to the District Museum, District Association in America, Museum Association, and the National Organization of Museums. We are affiliated with all of those entities. Well, it's really good. I'm, it's I'm really good. I'm, I'm Captain Paul Matthews. Captain Paul Matthews. Uh, he's the founder of the Buffalo he's Soldiers the Buffalo National Museum, which is a 23,000 square foot museum located in Houston, Texas. The mission Texas. of the Buffalo the Soldiers, of the Buffalo Soldiers, Soldiers National, National Museum, Museum is to public, educate and to preserve, promote, and, to preserve, and, promote, and uh, perpetuate and, uh, the history the history, uh, tradition, and outstanding, uh, tradition contributions, and outstanding contributions of America's Buffalo of soldiers America's from the Buffalo Revolutionary, War, from the Revolutionary War, to the War to the present. The amazing thing about it is that when I, when I went there, I learned so much, I learned so and much, I want to go back, and I want to go back. So much more that I'm committed to, I'm committed to raise funds, so he can meet his goal. So he can meet his goal. So he can meet his goal. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on my show, sir. You know I've been there building, you know I've been there building, you know I've made a commitment to you, and I brought you to remind you that I didn't forget, and you are part of my future. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you. Look Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 
4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. My next guest has developed a top line of a hand, handmade men's grooming product called Scotch Porter. The Scotch Porter line includes beard products. You know I got a beard, so you know I'm loving that. Uh, face, hair, body. Got face, hair, and body. Got that, so I'm still loving him. Shave and accessories. He started the country f- company from his kitchen, which is what, why we have him on this show. See, a lot of ideas, people, I need to start my business around the corner. I need to, I need to, I need to get me a loan. This man started his business from his kitchen by experimenting with botanicals and other ingredients that have not been clinically shown to be toxic or carcinogenic. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Calvin Qualis. Thanks for having me. My man. Appreciate being here. Okay, first of all, you're a barbershop guy, right? That's your background, right? Yes. So I, I owned a barbershop. It's, it's my background, and my mom also owned a beauty parlor and barbershop when I was a kid. So that means you can talk? Yes. You talk. You've been talking <laughs> noise. You've been, you've, been, you've been talking noise for a long time. How long were you in the barbershop business, sir? Uh, so I actually owned a barbershop for just three years, but again, I uh, grew up in the barbershop. As a kid, my mom forced my brother and I to pretty much spend every uh, weeknight and weekend in the barbershop. So I've spent some years in the barbershop. So where are you based at? In New Jersey, in East Orange, New Jersey. Oh, he big talk. Oh, my God, you big talk. You got all that sports up there, man. What's, what's, what's your, before, we get, before we get into the interview, what's the sports team that you, that you pull it for up there? What sports team? Um, I mean, since I was a kid, Patriots have always been my... Uh, oh, my God! Team. Oh, my God! I mean, <laughs> Are you a Jersey boy? You a Jersey boy? I'm a Jersey boy. I was born in Brooklyn, but but yes, a Jersey boy. You, you just skipped all over the Giants. Skipped all uh, over the Jets. And went uh, right up there to the Patriots. 
I know, I know. Boy, they be giving you, they be giving you a hard time. You lucky you're not in the barbershop business no more, boy. You, they be, they be riding you, and you be just be smiling too. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So, so yeah. tell us about your, your background to make you to be become an entrepreneur. Like you said, you, your mom brought you up in the business. You and your brother, to, you know, so you had a clear understanding of what that lifestyle was. Was that income? the income possibilities of what you can generate, you know, to take care of your family. Cause we all have bigger aspirations than what your family presents to you. How did you get into barber business? And then how did you start developing this product line? Absolutely. So, um, so I mean, I recall being, uh, broken and frustrated, a uh, college student, and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but I do recall, you know, every other Friday, I'd take the last $20 that I had in my pocket and I'd go get a cut. And I'd leave the barbershop feeling like I literally could take on the world. Um, and I also remember my time from my mom's barbershop. Um, you know, so, so these experiences, you know, I've witnessed firsthand how grooming had the potential to help people feel better about themselves. Right. Um, and so with these unique experiences, specifically owning my own barbershop and noticing an issue that the customers had um, in our shop, uh, predominantly African-American and Hispanic men, very dry, frizzy, damaged hair and beards, um, always a pretty good problem solver. I went home, uh, bored with the daytime job, um, so, so let me back up and say, um, let me back up and say that the first job that I had out of college was at a global design firm, mm-hmm. um, and I hated it. Right. Um, then I moved on to working in finance at a market research firm, and I hated that even more. It was mm-hmm. something about, you know, spending uh, the rest of my life behind an office cubicle felt like a death sentence, um, mm-hmm. and felt a little soul crushing each and every day and somehow I knew that I was supposed to be doing something more. Um, so when I had the opportunity to open up the barbershop and spotted an issue um, and because I was bored with the daytime job, um, I became very passionate about solving this issue that our customers had and so every uh, weeknight and on the weekend I'd be home learning everything that I could about skin and hair and, and crafting up crafting products and bringing back to the shop. Um, to hand off to the barbers and customers to get feedback. Um, so that's how it all started. Um, ended up, you know, really creating a set of products that the customers loved. Um, loved so much that word spread and folks were coming from New York and Connecticut to a little New Jersey barbershop uh, purchasing products. Um, and out of necessity, we had launched uh, .com to make it easier for those folks to get products. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, six months into launching the business in the shop and online, uh, from the kitchen of my home, I did a million dollars in sales. Um, ended up quitting the daytime job. Right. And uh, ended up also closing the barbershop because at that time I felt a little scatterbrained um, in that I had a full-time job. I was making product um, every moment that I had, and I owned a barbershop. So I ended up closing the barbershop and... Um, quitting the job and focusing on Scotch Porter. Um, and, you know, it, it, it proved to be a really great idea. Um, and in the three short years that we've been in business, we've we've sold over 400,000 units in 87 countries. Okay, cool. Let, let, let's, let's, let's keep talking about that. Sure. Okay, how did you come up with the name? 
really simple. Um, it's the culmination of the things I love. So I love scotch. I'm a scotch drinker. <laughs> and uh, Gregory Porter is a jazz musician that has an incredible voice. And if your listeners aren't aware of who Gregory Porter is, they should, should get in tune. Um, so, yeah, it's a culmination of, of the things I love. Let's talk about uh, launching this business because online has been uh, like you're on Amazon and you can go to your website. So just the whole, also you're in Walmart, correct? We are not in, no, we are not in Walmart. Okay, cool. So, but you're just 100% online, correct, right now? I mean, 80% of our business is, is online, scotchporter.com. And Absolutely. like you said, we, we, sell in, we sell on Amazon and then about 140 uh, small boutiques and high-end barbershops across the country. Because you have two things here. You have the uh, moisturizing and then you yes. have the conditioner. Okay. Yep. What's the difference? Um... So we have both in our in our product. Yes, um, nothing can nothing can um, moisturize a beard other than water. Water is the only thing that can really truly right. moisturize a beard. Um, there are what they call emollients um, that can help give the illusion of softness, um, but, but nothing can truly moisturize a beard um, other than water. Right. Uh, but there are some conditioning agents in in our products as well, um, so it does help with moisturizing and conditioning the beard. Um, conditioning the beard is um, conditioning the beard helps with like making the beard feel softer, uh, more manageable, so it's easier to comb. Um, and again, moisturize moisturization is is basically. Um, you can only get that through water, so in, including water in your products. I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking at your website, uh, and it's, uh, it's really nice. It's really clean. It's really, uh, you know, I, I, you know, if, if, you know, like I said, you, you can get a gift card on it for $75. So this is really good to know. If you don't know, you, you know, a young man with a beard or your father, Father's Day coming up, okay, Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. If, you, if your man got a beer, get him a nice little $75 gift card. Just go to scotchporter.com, and you get, and he can go online and get him some conditioner, get him a nice little brush, get him some wash. I'm, I'm telling you. Absolutely. You, and we have some Valentine's Day bundles on the see, site right now that has like a $45 price point. So. Yeah, see, I'm already with you, brother. I'm already with you on the Valentine's Day stuff. I already said Forget the 75 I'm staying at the 75 because if your man's special to you, Go get him a nice little seventy-five dollar gift, gift gift certificate here, and get you. Now this is really great. Now here's the deal: is that I, I noticed you had something you had for it says shave here. Yes. Okay. Cool. Now I'm a guy. I, I can only use electric, you know, because if I use a razor, my face just blows up ugly. Okay. So what what do you what do you have to help a person out like me? Because I see sensitive skin pre-shave all. Is that something that I can use or or, or or this is strictly for people who use razors. Yeah, um, I mean, some folks have used uh, some folks. Most folks are using our shave cream. To be honest with you, shave cream and pre-shave oil with a razor. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, you know, the whole point of our uh, shaving care line is it, it's meant for folks with sensitive skin. Yes, sir. Um, so most uh, shaving creams mm-hmm. um, have contain surfactants and sulfates in it. Ours mm-hmm. happen to be um, sulfate free. Mm-hmm. So free, mm-hmm. uh, fragrance free, um, and it it really does provide like this nice 
smooth shave without the irritation, right? And I think most folks, um, specifically men of color, choose to use an electric uh, an electric shaver versus yes, a razor because mm-hmm. of irritation and bumps. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. This is th- these products are the answer to that, where you can still get that close shave with a razor minus the uh, irritation and bumps. He has he has signature candles. This, this man over here, you, you're doing it all. Got the little kid here, the 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 the, 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 the dope kid. You're just doing it now. The only thing that I, I want you to add is, uh, because I use the uh, 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 the, the shave cream that you just put on your yeah. head and wipe. You 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 add, are you thinking about adding that? Because man, I give you my money left and right for that. You said a shave. You said a shave cream for your ball for ball heads. But do you have that? Well, I mean, this is perfect for that. I mean. A lot of folks, um, a lot of even our beard customers use yes, our shave cream for their head. Oh, okay, okay. Oil. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You, you. I, I, first of all, I want to, I want to bring you back. You know, just to, first of all, establish a relationship. That's what I always do with these calls. But secondly, yeah. I need a couple of banners so I can promote you, because oh. especially with Valentine's Day coming up, I like to promote the fact that you know you can get something for your man here. Oh well, just click this, just click right here and go straight to Amazon.com or go go straight to your website. Buy some Absolutely, products. I got you. But again, I commend you, man. I, I, I'm a fan, and I will support you. So anything you want to promote, just contact my staff. I'll put you on the air, interview, two breaks or one break, because you are what I, the reason I do this show. And plus, as they say, I'm a club member. I'm a club member. <laughs> I'm a club member, and I want to. I want. I want. I want to help you out. So I will be making a purchase. Uh, cause uh, uh, on, on this online, the Ultimate Beard Collection. I will be buying that today. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. I thank you, my friend. We'll be talking soon. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, "How can we make this much and still have so much debt?" It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. My next guest is an actress, writer, and producer. See right there. We're all in the same line. But she can act. See, just only acted, I only had one acting opportunity that I accepted. That was uh, Jason's Lyric. I played Fast Freddy. That's my historical moment in acting. Spanning nearly 20 years. Her career spanned nearly 20 years in television, film, and theater. When you do theater, you can act. I'll just tell you that now. Theater, you can act now. Because usually, especially when you start the early days of theater, because people are sitting right next up to you, you know. Early theater, you know, you you could like, like to lean forward and see your, and touch your customers. Uh, her latest project includes the CW drama All American, uh, which is based on a, a, a true story, starring in the role of Grace James. She's also starring in an upcoming movie called Bolden, a reimaged life story of the influential New Orleans music legend Buddy Bolden, which will be in theaters May third. Please welcome. 
to Money Making Conversations, Karima Westbrook. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, she comes on with that, you know, that, that great voice, gracious voice. <laughs> I got the morning voice. No, you got that's um, your voice. That's your voice. Come on, that's your voice. <laughs> you know, got the, well, I just the, wanted to say one thing. Mm-hmm. All American is inspired by it's inspired a true by? story. So not all the details on the series is exactly oh, true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I have a co-star role in, in Bolden. I just don't want to mislead people. They're going to go to the movies and think I'm a lead, and then they're going to watch All American and think it's all true. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, all righty. Um, well, you know, a lot of people think Black Panther is real. Now, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. People are still looking for Wakanda. This I'm, is true. I'm just letting you know, at the, at the Delta, they changed one of the, uh, one of the uh, flight schedules to Wakanda. You know that, didn't you? I'm just letting <laughs> you know that now. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, who wants to know the truth will believe it to be the truth. My whole thing is, is that you're absolutely right. It's inspired, and so you have to say these things so people won't uh, won't sue you because they say that's my life. They told that's me. That's that's really me in there. That's my role. You're lying. I need I need a check. So that's why I use the word inspired. But more importantly, <laughs> your career has been inspired. Twenty years. Well, so what did you? Years. So I'm a someone that you say your early morning voice. You're on the West Coast. Yes. Okay. Cool. Usually people say, thank you for getting up early to do my show. Thank you. Where did it all oh, no start problem. for Where did it all start for you being inspired? What city, what state that said, you know, I want to do this for a living? Well, I was born and raised in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I've always been very active in sports and in the arts. Mm-hmm. I did plays, um, community plays as a kid in, and in school. And I kind of went back and forth between um, acting and sports. I was very active in sports. And my biggest influence growing up was Whoopi Goldberg. Like, I I loved Whoopi Goldberg. And it's so funny, as a kid, I never realized that it was something that I could do professionally. It always seemed so far away, even though I did it to entertain. I did plays, but I just never really connected the dots. Like, oh, you can actually earn a living uh, doing this until... I was uh, in my late teens, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> once I was done with high school, I started to look at acting more seriously, trying to figure out exactly, you know, how I could do it on a professional level once I knew I could do it on a professional level. And I started auditioning for, still auditioning for plays in Chicago, independent films, and then there was, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a movie that came to Chicago called Save the Last Dance. It was a big production coming right. from Hollywood. Right. And at the at the time, I didn't have an agent. But all the actors that I knew in Chicago was talking about this movie. Oh, I got an audition. You got an audition. You got an audition. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I don't have an audition. And at the time, I only had a commercial agent. And so this girl that I worked with, she was like, yeah, I have an audition tomorrow for Save the Last Dance. I was like, oh, what? really? What time? And then she told me what time. I was like, oh, yeah, who's doing the casting? Tell me who was doing the casting, where they were located. So sure enough, that very next day, I showed up at the audition. And clearly, they were looking for a certain type, and I was not it. Mm-hmm. So I stuck out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. And the casting director, she came out, and she says, does everybody here have an audition? That was clearly for me. And, um, <laughs> you know, I kind of got up like, Ugh, can I talk to you for a minute? And so... um I pulled over, I didn't pull over, but we kind of walked over to the side and I was like, I don't have an audition, but I really, really 
want to audition for this role. And she let me audition. And then I ended up getting the call back. And it was this whole thing with my hair because I was wearing my hair natural back then. But they wanted someone with long, straight hair. So I went through this whole thing trying to find a wig. I didn't want to put a sew-in in my head back then. My wig was like a mop. Because back then it was, like, that's what we talking like almost 20 years ago. So the wig like literally set up on top of my head. It was, looked awful. But I went back. I had to call back, audition again. They called me back again, and um, they wanted me to audition for a different role, and then they called me back again. I met with the director, and then I got a part in the movie. And that was the start of me earning enough money to move to California. And um, after I worked on the film, I ended up moving to California, and... um, the rest is kind of history. I mean, there was a lot of different things in between that. You know, I went to the Academy of Dramatic Arts one summer for their summer program prior to that, and I knew that I had to get back to California in order to pursue a career in television and film. And so I've always been very goal-oriented. So I, I wrote out all of my goals and what I want to do, and it seemed like everything was, like, falling into place, like, literally, even from... When I booked Save the Last Dance, I remember meeting with the director, Thomas Carter, and he was like, so what are your goals? And that was like the perfect question for me because I had all the answers. I was like, I want to get my sad car. I want to, you know, I want to get in the union. I want to move to L.A. I want to do television film. You know, I had like this long list. I was like completely ready. And um, so after booking that film, I I moved to, I had enough money to move to L.A. And... Um, you know, prior to that, as I was saying, I've always been very goal-oriented. So I was planning to get to L.A. I didn't know how I was going right. to get there. Let me ask you this. But, so now, uh, I, I'm very familiar with Save the Last Dance. That's one of my... Uh, mm-hmm. If anybody's not familiar, it's a, it an interracial relationship. It's a young lady, an African-American lead, and a, a white female lead. And uh, and mm-hmm. she was wanted to be a ballet dancer. Okay? And then so yes. by going into the black community... She was uh, ostracized because, you know, she was she had rhythm, she was cool, and also she was dating this kind of popular black guy who was also tied to a gang, a gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I, it was one of my favorite movies. So just that's why I know so much detail about it. So, so I know. I was so, like, you so, really know the film. I, I know, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I'm gonna tell you something. When it came out, because I was writing, I was writing and I was doing sitcoms at the time. I thought it was a silly concept. I was like, ah, I'm gonna watch this, and I became one of my favorite movies. And so, so yeah. one, one of the roles, were you one of the the the, 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 the the girls that didn't like her? or Which one, did, did, you, did, did your character make the screen? I did make the screen. I had one line. Okay. And I was, um, I was one of the girls who didn't like her. There you go. I knew and that. Mm-hmm. Um, his mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend. So initially, I auditioned for the girl, the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> And I didn't get that role, but I ended up getting, like, one of her friends. Right, right, So I was right. just instigating in the club. You know, I, I auditioned for one role in my whole life, and I got it. You going mm-hmm. in there competing. How do you land roles? How do you, how do you win when you go in the, in the casting session? I think you got to just go, based off of the material, <clears throat> this is what I've learned from just being on the other side. Sometimes it has nothing to even do with your performance because somebody could come in and do a really great job but as a a writer as a creator sometimes you just see the character as being a certain way 
Um, a lot of times you know it when you see it. Sometimes it's just the person's essence that it works. It's like that's who it is. So above all of that, you got to be as prepared as possible um, with the material um, and totally believe in the circumstances that are writ- that it's written and going in and just being free and doing the work. But ultimately, a lot of times it boils down to a person's essence. It boils down to what feels right. Because somebody could come in and flub the lines and be perfect for the role. And it wasn't even about them, like, getting the lines right and being perfect. It was just something about them feels right. They feel like that character. So, or it feels like what we were looking for. The writer is like, this is how I see it. Or the director is like, this is how I see the character. That's him. And the uh, actor could be like, my audition was terrible, but they don't realize that it was something about their essence that was right for the part. So I think there's a lot of different components that play a part in somebody's being, being cast in the role. But the only thing the actor can really can concern themselves with is being prepared at being as prepared as possible and believing in the circumstances that's written in the script and going in and letting go and doing their thing and, and, and letting it go when they walk out of the room. That's important. Uh, on the phone living truthfully, uh, you know, she's uh 20 years in television, film and theater. Uh, latest mm-hmm. project is uh she's co-starring on all American as a CW drama. Okay. This Wednesday, 9 PM. You can catch the show. Also, you can catch it streaming anytime you want on the CW app. Also, Bolden will be hitting the theaters May 3rd. Her name is Karima Westbrook. I know her from Save the Last Dance. I'm a big fan. I'm glad I finally got you on the show. You keep winning, okay? Thank you. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month consumers have rated best egg 4.8 out of five stars on consumer affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score upon approval funds can be deposited in as little as one business day you hear me Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. This is Rashawn McDonald, host of Money Making Conversation. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn Shell? Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Bishop T.D. Jakes. So many people are going in business because they have a talent. They have the talent, but they don't have the terms. And the terms helps you to be able to escalate the talent because then you can craft the business model to protect you because business is a jungle and you can get devoured out there if you don't know how to protect yourself. And you... and. That's why I'm telling everybody right now, the show Money Making Conversation 
is designed for entrepreneurship. Free information that I provide to my listeners and viewers if you're on my Facebook page. This is the first book I've ever encountered that is a book you go to the shelves, you walk away, and you can build your career, build your life, not only through your faith, but also through principles. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money making conversation with somebody that make money. <laughs> hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. 